It's Thursday. It's 8.35 a.m. There is only one place to be. Good morning and welcome to House of Property. If you are watching us live on Facebook, joining the conversation, good morning. It's great to have you here. If you're catching up on YouTube, it's great to see you and good morning. If you're on your commute or maybe having a waddle or a run, listening to it on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, it's great to have you with us. Here with me this morning is my one and only favourite co-host, Katie Griffin. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Wow, I'm great, Martin. What, what an entrance. Thank you. As you say, I am your actual only co-host. Um, <laughs> but I, I like the fact that you've actually been quite nice and pleasant to me. Um, so that that's a start. So thank you very much. Good morning, Martin. And I love what you're wearing this week because last week you were looking a bit of a, well, a twonk. Anyway, um, so this is about throwing out that merch, isn't it? Look at you. I'm on message. Martin, I am I'm on brand. I'll breathe in. I am. I am. You're, you are right on brand. You're absolutely right. So for those of you that are listening and not watching, Martin is wearing a little bit of a skin tight House of Property t-shirt, um, which I kindly um, ordered this merch, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and um, but I noticed that obviously your your lockdown pounds, Martin, um, have kind of made that a little bit tight. I know it's fashionable for the younger people um, of this. Um, sort of property sector, but I do think that maybe next time, shall I buy you an extra large, not just a large? <laughs> the nicest has <laughs> lasted for literally one minute, 40 seconds. Excellent. <laughs> You're rocking it. You're rocking it. It looks awesome. Good luck, and right? you it good, looks good. You posted up some bits on uh, when you were out face boarding, um, paddle boarding at the weekend with our House of Property t-shirts. So they are very, very popular. Message us if you want one. We were both paddleboarding at the weekend. Yours was there too, which was quite good. Um, and whoever in our marketing department decided to put a story out with me, a picture of me and my shirt with the background music of I'm too sexy for my shirt, um, isn't going to be working with us for much longer. But anyway, um, what a busy week. It's so busy. No, don't say that, Martin. Those three words, do not say it. All they do is get us stressed. They make us feel like we're not good enough. They make us feel like there's not enough hours in the day. It's got to be more positive than that. Come on. I know it's busy, but don't say it's so busy. Please. I know you're not alone, but don't. It stresses everyone. It doesn't want to. It really, really doesn't. Wow. Okay. So we don't, we ban in those words. It's so busy. We can't allow those any longer. It's so busy is out of our vocabulary. I like that. That's good. Okay. I didn't realize I was starting with that. That's good. And um, how's your week been? Well, you immediately feel, you immediately feel overwhelmed, feel like you're not good enough. Are we having IT issues this morning? Are we having a little buffer? No, okay. Issue this your, de your, your Devon Wi Fi is caught back good. up again. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. Keep oh. going. I've got my chicken running around the wheel in the corner of the room. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so don't say those words. It makes you feel like you, you're just not good enough. It makes you feel a bit overwhelmed. Um, it, it puts the pressure on you. I think that you've just got to make sure that you've just got to you know it, it, it move on. You're good enough to do this. Don't let, you know, I'm so behind, I'm so busy. Um, 
affect you. It re you know, it really can't. We've just had one of our listeners come up saying, very true. You know, it does put the pressure on you and it, it doesn't help one little bit. So I, I know we're all busy, but let's just not say it. Okay. That is banned. That is banned. So how has your week been? Apart from busy, how has your week been? What have you learned? What, how was your Easter? Um, it was very, very good. Um, there wasn't a huge amount of downtime because I think that the general public doesn't realise that Good Friday, Easter Sunday and Bank Holiday Monday are time to be off. But hey ho, it's all good. It's all good. But I have this week been thinking about a few things, Martin, and I just I wanted to kind of put these questions out to you just to see. And I don't know whether our listeners kind of ha have been sort of pondering over these things while they've had their kind of long bank holiday weekend. But why do you press harder on a remote control when we know that the batteries are flat? Like, I do do that. I do do that. I do do that. Um, I don't know. Psychological, isn't it? It's a little bit like when you're driving in the car mm. and you're on the fumes of petrol. You turn the radio off, don't you? Mm, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you? You're driving along, and the, you see the red light, you get add a zero on your counter, you turn the radio off. Is that just me? So I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you the next question now. I'm gonna say, so another one, another quandary for you, bit of a brain kind of woohoo, brain scramble. Why is it that people say they slept like a baby when babies wake every two hours? I say I slept like a baby. Or I slept like a log. Do logs sleep? Um, no, babies don't sleep. sleep. Yeah. It's a ridiculous thing. It's a ridiculous thing. Ridiculous. All right, another one. Why is there a light in the fridge and not in the freezer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't know either. I don't know either. And I've got one does more, the, which I quite like. Does the light in the fridge stay on when you close the door? What, what a man question, honestly. <laughs> Right, if corn oil is made from corn, vegetable oil is made from vegetables, what on earth is baby oil made from? Oh, crikey. That's a bit deep. I just, just have a, a breakfast. Just a few little things for you just to think about, just, you know, just to put your brain scramble, just to set everyone up for the day. A few little, like, woohoos. I like them. I like them. How's your week been? Yeah, good week. Good week. Thank you. Yeah, good week. Lovely feedback after last week's show um, about um, the pitfalls in a busy market. Lots and lots of people reached out after that um, talking about the pitfalls in the market. Mm -hmm. And I know that. Um, and that, so I just want to touch on that just for a second longer, if that's OK. Just come back to that just for a minute, um, because it is particularly busy at the moment. Clients are particularly demanding at the moment. So. Um, a, we should be making the most of that. And, and we talked last week about the fact that there's a whole generation of estate agents who have joined the industry in the last 12 years that don't have an experience this type of market at the moment and the challenges that come along with it. And actually, um, there's quite a bit of our industry that looks back at pre-credit crunch saying, oh, well, those were the good days. We've had it tough. Well, actually, these are the good days, but they also produce other challenges. So um, one of the things that I know that you're particularly fond of, um, even though you've got your nice, remarkable um, notepad thing rather than bits of paper like the rest of us, um, is, a, is a good old fashioned jobs to do list. Are you using your jobs to do list to make sure that things don't get missed when it's so busy? 
Well, yes, I am. And you touched on my remarkable, which is great. And I've got my show notes here, but it's actually got bloody synchronizing at the top now. So I can't get to page two. So it's like, oh, so there actually is nothing like having a good old fashioned notebook. And actually, I'll show you my page two. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing like writing it down. But it's, it's back to that thing about don't use those three words, isn't it? Just set yourself up a to do list and actually the accomplishment of of ticking things off or crossing out, however you like to. I like to cross across. You like to tick, I'm sure. Um, but it just divide it up into different um, you know, things you've got to get done today, things you've got to get done in seven days, and then say master tasks that you've got to achieve, which might be something bigger like a website redesign or a funnel that you've got to set up or a newsletter. Um, but just break things down, sort of chunk it up a bit and um, – and it just, it really helps it, it mentally to accomplish those ticking off. For me, I i love that. D- my list does seem to get longer and longer and longer and sometimes spread over several pages. But there's nothing like ticking those things off. And it gives you like, yes, I've done it. So I like that. It also clears your brain. So like on a Sunday night, if I'm just getting things ready for the week, I can just put everything that's in my brain, do a brain dump. And get it out there. And then that helps me to sleep better because I know that I've got everything in order and I can hit the ground running on a Monday morning. Do you do a similar thing? Yeah, I think the biggest, most important thing about a job to-do list is to review it at the end of the day and set the job to-do list for the next day so that you arrive not having to think to yourself, what do I need to be doing when I sit down at my desk? That actually you've got your list there ready to attack the day. Um, I've been working with some... Um, negotiated this week about breaking things down into bite-sized pieces you know they've been looking at their monthly targets and their yearly targets the new financial year and they need to be getting 1300 viewings in, in and 120 market appraisals in and things like this um but actually when you break it down into bite-sized pieces into individual daily yeah. tasks it breaks down into two viewings and a market appraisal a day. That feels far more achievable when you start to break things down into bite-sized pieces rather than looking at a great big hill of activity. Um, Later on um, today, I'm doing some training on a level three qualification in residential sales. And it's it's a... Um, 120 hours of study in a lever arch folder that's this thick but actually my main aim today is to break that down into bite-sized pieces for the people on the course to make sure that they can don't feel overwhelmed it goes back to your overwhelmed um, comment about not being too busy and saying that you're too busy so yeah bite-sized pieces knowing also knowing when you stretch when you're at your very best are you you are very much more of a night owl compared to i am a um, a lark in the morning. So I get all my big jobs done in the morning where you are quite happy to work into the evening and um, do your big tasks in the evening. So know when you're at your strengths and then play to them. I don't know if you've got IT issues again. So I am going to carry on. One of the things that we were going to talk about today and we're going to talk about today is the book review. If you've got two books to review I, I think today, I'm having Wi-Fi issues again this morning because you're going in You are, Martin. you are. Just... I'll keep it going. You just dive in when you feel it's appropriate. Um, <laughs> like most weeks. Um, so the first one, I could be mean when you've not got when you've got IT issues. Um, two books to look at today. The first one we want to talk about is The Ultimate Property Listing by Neil Whitfield. Excellent. You've got Neil's book. Katie. Neil Whitfield. What? Yes. So I touched yes. on this one last week.
We can't hear you, Katie, unfortunately. So but I Neil's I am here. I'm just desperately turning Wi-Fi off, left, right, and centre on everything that I've got in my in my office. Yeah, um, you back. So now. this is one of the. Am I back now? Excellent. Let me just yeah. turn my last bit of Wi-Fi off on, on all my electronic devices. Right. So, um, the ultimate, the ultimate property listing. It's absolutely great stuff. It takes you back to grassroots. Um, I'm just holding it up for those people looking at it again. Um, he makes some really good points. He's it's about grammar writing things correctly making sure there's no spelling mistakes pricing things right and actually writing your description and your summary property details for the people that are going to be buying that property and, and at the back of the book in the last chapter he writes some really good original copy um, and, it, and it's absolutely exceptional um, so it's very very good for valuers and listers recommend you get on and read it um what was your thoughts about it martin yeah i think if you are taking property on the market if you're tending for property and presenting property um this book is a must read what i love about what neil's done is um two things really one he's taken his marketing background his career in marketing that he had before he entered into lettings into the property world and took uh, the skills that he'd learned in lettings with some really big uh, sorry it was within marketing with some really big companies and brought that forward into um, our industry. And he put some really good hints and tips. He talks about, um, he talks about ADA. He talks about the four P's. He talks about identifying who your target market is and what exactly that property is going to have for your potential target market. Um, he also looks at it from our point of view as a state agent. He's been a very successful estate agent himself in terms of pricing and how pricing can really scupper um, your any chances of getting a sale. If it's just above a particular price bracket, for example, if it's just above a stamp duty threshold or properties that are being marketed um, at always in our industry at round figures, why not do a peculiar figure where it makes you stand out when you're looking on the property portal? So lots and lots of really good hints and tips. And, and what and I back Katie up in what she's saying in that he talks all of, Neil talks all about the strategy behind it and the theory behind it, but then puts it into practice in the last chapter by giving you some really, really good examples of excellent excellent copy so um if you are putting props on the market this is definitely a book to be reading are you back sort of um one before i go on to the next um i'm not book, sure that i what, am you're kind of like going in and out a little bit uh, okay you are struggling i'm going to carry on um the next book that we're going to talk about is Sell High, Sell Fast by Elaine Penhall. Um, I'm just trying an alternative uh, Wi-Fi source. Excellent. Um, now, Sell High, Sell Fast. Let me just read the back of the, this book for you by Elaine. Read this practical step-by-step -step guide to understand how to identify and wow your ideal buyer. Declutter so your buyer doesn't have to see past all of your stuff. Decorate with confidence with choosing colours and accessories that will showcase your home. Create a fantastic first impression inside and out and attract your buyers in days, not months, without dropping the acting, asking price. What I love about what Elena's done here is her book has gone um, 
is is more targeted to the general public. So Neil's book is brilliantly um, targeted towards our industry and his agent talking to agent. What Elaine has done, which is slightly different, is that she's talking to the general public in giving advice on how to have their home ready for sale. And she has a very successful home staging business. And I'm a personally a big fan of home staging within our industry. I think it's something that we can very much adapt. And certainly in the States and in Europe, um, home staging has become very popular. And talking to Elaine um, just after Christmas, she was saying to me that most of her inquiries last year or two years ago were coming through from agents and developers asking her to stage properties for her for them where now it's the public going to her wanting and having the demand to market their get their properties marketing ready by staging their home ready for sale um I think this is a Bible for anybody who's looking at selling a property. If you're looking at going to the market and choosing your the right estate agent, choosing um, how you present your property, looking at every single angle of it. Elaine talks about her seven steps to address, and she covers them with um, assess, declutter, decorate, reimagine, emphasize, stage and seller and it's seven really good tips on how to get the best out of going to the market so that you can get the best possible price in the speediest time possible um so it's a really very good book um we've been elaine has very kindly said that anybody who would like a copy if you put in our chat box that you are you'd like a copy of her book um sell high sell fast just put the word yes in our chat box and I and Katie will make contact with you privately and directly. Get a, a mail address and um, Elaine will get a copy of her book over to you um, for free as a gift so that you can have a look. Um, and I think that that would be worthwhile buying and sending out to your potential clients. I don't think Katie, I quite like the, this. The, I've been able to fly solo this week. I've never had it where Katie can be quiet because of it is letting you down are you there ducks no she's not i can see her but i can't hear her so one of the things that we were talking about earlier on in the show and we talked about last week was making sure that we don't have the pitfalls um, and we have jobs to do list and we organize ourselves to make sure that we don't get carried away and swept away in a um, busy, busy market. And one of the things that I've been looking at and testing with some negotiators, and it's really, really worked, and I'd like to share it with you today, is um, a really difficult way of being able to chase business, to be able to get yeah. into past valuations um, without it spending hours and hours and hours on the telephone. And We've been using a um, text message because text messages have been proven that 98% of people open the text message within three minutes of receiving that or no, seeing that text message, where emails um, take so much longer for people to wade through. And one of the things that we've been doing with all the past market appraisals that we've been going to has been to send a quick three-line text to everybody that we've been to, simply saying, Hi, Katie. Are you still interested in selling your home, Martin? As simple as that, as quick as and as easy as that, just to send three line text out to all the past valuations in the previous month. Um, and I have been astonished 
on how much success we've had by just getting quick returns into um in from our text messages negotiators and valuers sending out a quick text message saying hi katie are you still looking interested in selling your home martin in fact what i'll do is i'll share those three lines um in our chat box so that you can um use them as, and uh, with your own um, bother them and use them in, in your own text messages um it's not salesy we're getting a response quickly the very fact that we're just saying to people a quick would you like to reconnect again it's amazing how many people just text back and say yes i would like to discuss further with me i have now made a decision um and if they're not and they think no then you know it's a lead that's gone cold and you can start to prioritize and concentrate who you are actually trying to work with oh. it looks like you might be back are you back oh not sure Streamyard keeps kicking you out doesn't it it does it does can you hear me yeah we can hear you are you able to talk to us about your buy of the week I am able to talk to you about a buy of the week. I do apologise, everybody. Obviously, in Devon, whilst we uh, profess as agents that we have excellent broadband, obviously, sometimes it does fail us. That doesn't mean that you don't have to come and live down in Devon, though, because it is usually good 99% of the time. So this week's buy of the week, those of you will know me that the sun is coming out. I'm partial to a little bit of rosé. Um, and uh, Tesco's currently have this great, and I'm holding this up to the camera now, have this great Kylie Rosé Provence wine um, on offer. It's normally £9 a bottle. It's £7 a bottle at the moment. Um, and if you buy six bottles, you get a further 25% off. It's very, very good. I've drunk quite a lot of this over the weekend, so I can tell you that it's, it's very, very nice. Chilled, outside in the garden, lighter evenings, summer days. Grab it while you can. Very, very good. I'm loving it. Have you tried it? I have tried it. I have, a, it's Kylie, so it's bound to be really, very good and tasteful. Um, secondly, we're very much in the weather now and the time of the year to be again. enjoying a good glass of rosé wine, haven't we? So it's really perfect for that. So you'll be buying lots of bottles. <laughs> Katie's gone again. Okie dokie. What I'm going to do is we've gone through this week. Please I have. Look I don't know whether you can hear me again. It's all gone funny. Well, you have gone funny. You have gone funny. Um, look at look up Neil's book, The Ultimate Property Guide. Look up Elaine's book, Sell High and Sell Fast. Um, thank you very much for tuning in this morning. Have a really good rest of the week, and we will catch you again next week. Take care.